the American Constitutional Republic, affairs of state in Oklahoma, the beliefs, principles, opinions, and views of people like you. This is 3D Politics. Featuring creator and of Sooner Politics, David Van. Also, founder and scholar at Constitutional Grounds, David Oldham. And of course, me, your verbal Viking.com comedian and political humorist, Tommy McKay, right here once again every week on 3D Politics Live. Oh, I appreciate you two cohorts being here with me. We've got Christine Leverifon. Leverifon. Boy, Leverifon. I just love the name. I'm telling you. Leverifon. That is a great name. She is a precinct chair, a previous precinct chair, Rogers County chair, uh, district rules committee, state rules committee, at large alternate delegate for the national convention GOP 2020. Please welcome to the show, and we'll bring her in and beam her in. Here she comes, Christine Leverifon. There she is. There she is. Fantastic. See how we beamed you on? Like this is amazing. It's magical. There it is. <laughs> so I did. I don't know if you heard, but uh, I set you up. Precinct chair, uh, Roger County chair, district rules committee, state rules committee, and at large alternate delegate for the national convention 2020, Christine Leverifon. We appreciate you being on the show tonight. Are you there? Yes, <laughs> I am. Boom. Well, we appreciate you being here. We just got through talking to Jenny White. We're going to ask you basically the same questions. Your kind of your motivation for running, uh, your you know policy directions and solutions. We're all about solutions. Okay. So go for it. Go for uh, what my platform is. Well, kind of tell me what is your motivation for running? What is why are we running and why did you decide and how did you decide this time I'm running? I have my story. I figured you had yours. <laughs> well, for me, it's pretty personal. Um, just as a precinct chair of Rogers County, uh, through everything that's happened over the last few years, just serving on a county level, I just recognize that little bit by little bit that our um, state's voice is being taken away and that our constitutional amendments are not being clarified and educated. And so just as serving as a county chair and um, knowing the sign of the times, um, knowing that this is a two-year gubernatorial race for our governor um, and the boots on the ground, this is, I want to do the work, uh, serving as a small business owner and serving in areas of the past, um, with school systems, I just feel like, you know, this is a time for a rebuild and a reboot. And that's just encouraging for me um, as far as, you know, just the direction um, at the precinct level and the county level to support. So you, have some, you have some experience in working with it and you can see kind of the areas that are needed. And so you're stepping up. This is uh, one of the things I've been uh, loving, the fact that the electorate is becoming. I think we're seeing more people run for these obscure positions because the electorate is being more informed. You know, I think that's a good thing. Um, so, you know, as far as, uh, you, you know, what policy directions 
you know, we, we, our viewers really want to hear less platitudes uh, and more, you know, specific. What are your policy directions? I mean, what do you want to do? As far as policy, you know, our, our number one is our vote and our voice. And we have that coming across right now. Um, we should be calling our senators and getting that taken care of. I mean, there's a vote going on right now on that floor. And if we lose our vote, we're in big trouble. Um, but, you know, we also have our two-way rights. And, and we know the blessings that we're here and that we're standing for here in Oklahoma. Um, but, you know, abortion, I, I've said it over and over. I'm for the abolishment of it. I'm tired of the gray matter and the pro-life. I feel like we have been um, exposed to pro-life. If you do this, then we'll allow you to have an abortion. And where we stand on a Republican platform is we're against abortion, but we've given, you know, opportunities and options. If you do this, then you can have one. And a lot of people don't understand that. So it's really, truly educating our platform and coming forth and um, being truthful. And that starts at the precinct level to see where the need is in the neighborhoods and bring it to the county. Okay. Where growing starts in that area. Excellent. Thank you, Christine. Van, what do you got? Uh, yeah, Christine, I just wanted to dig down a little bit on, uh, we were at a Tulsa 912 project meeting last month. Uh, yeah. You got a question that uh, you answered. Somebody said, how long have you been a Republican? And you'd said two and a half years. So at this time, three years ago, that would make you uh, had been a Democrat. How active were you in the Democrat Party? I wasn't active. Okay. Um, I actually grew up um, in a house divided. Um, mm -hmm. My grandparents and my mom um, were Democrats. My, and this is one of my favorite questions. I'm so thankful you asked me that, Good. actually. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, because I am the poster child for the Republican Party, for sure, because mm -hmm. this is who I'm going after those that really don't understand our platform. It's those that have been raised up in a place that, you know, they feel like, well, this is the way it is. If you look at my history far, as far as voting, it's all been Republican. I have a father that raised me since I was seven. And when my parents divorced, uh, my mom remarried a master sergeant in the army for over 23 years. Mm -hmm. And he's full on Republican and taught me a value system. Um, but because he was so strong, I veered away more um, away from politics and, and went more into the church where I've served in ministry over my mm. life. And um, so, you know, it's it's there that the ground has been worked in me. But um, I guess it's just the heart that I have to really know what the Republican Party stands for and this value and this structure and that it really does benefit our nation. It's one of the only things that is affirming and standing forth for our nation right now. These policies, um, I'm excited to learn and grow this back. The GOP should be writing policies in and through our counties. And we have got, you got, David, you know, there's some amazing women and lawyers writing policies. And, and we just, we've let it go. We've allowed to not write the policies where they were really supposed to come from. You know, as, as a nation, we believe that the senators and the representatives should be writing the policies. They should be backing us. We should be working together with them. Um, so, and, and come from, you know, the political platform of the Republican Party. Wow. I mean, you can't stop us because it's the only thing that parallels to the Constitution and the rights that were founded.
um, with our forefathers. So um, it's just something that, you know, I was, I was praying for years um, for the Republican Party. And then once I recognized the value and the structure of the platform, and it actually, David, came out of the church. I was serving in a, a, a church, in a denominational church. And as the denominational standards started changing for that church and what that church stand, stood for, it was a transition that came and transpired from me supernaturally, um, from the Holy Spirit, just connecting with me and showing me you know, when you set yourself in a place with authority over yourself and you align yourself with an LGBT agenda or intermarriage with the same sex, then you are allowing for an opening for your okay. children and your grandchildren. And um, so we switched our church and um, at, at around the same time quickly that in, in our political and my husband's always been a Republican. So isn't okay. that interesting? Um, but there thank you, you for asking that. That All is right. that is the excitement and um, the gain that I have and and uh, am encouraged to share that. Thank you. It's kind of standard procedure. We all start out liberals and then we grow up. You know that. Wendell had a saying about that, didn't he? So, uh, uh, so, so now I've got you know I've got a thing about the Seventeenth Amendment. What do you, do you what do you got anything on that? Because I got a harder I got a harder question than that coming up. <laughs> okay, I really I really really like our senators. So you like um, our senators? Yeah, I didn't know you're going to pick a fight with me. <laughs> you like you like Lankford? Can you give me one reason why you like Lankford? Oh, I mean, boy. we don't have all night, but I mean, I dare you to pick one reason you like Lankford. <laughs> Um, no, I got a tougher question than that. Here's the deal. The platform. Uh, I'm just okay, go ahead. I'm not, not going to answer it. That's fine. So here's a tougher question than that. There's no reason to go on with something you're not going to answer. Here's the deal on the, the Republican platform holds in it. Unfortunately, I don't have the page number. I, I, I couldn't draw it up before the show tonight. Uh, the Republican platform allows for abortion up to 22 weeks. I mean, you know, I argued this with the wife of a libertarian and she's like, oh, Republicans don't allow. No, actually, in the platform of the Republican Party, they allow for abortion up to 22 weeks. So, I mean, are you for that, against that? You want to change that in the platform? I would like to see that changed. Is Lankford for or against that? <laughs> That's a joke. Christine Leverifon. Fantastic. Tom, Tom will get you on things like that because it's like, yeah. I don't know. It's okay. But no, I'm not getting anybody. Look, David Van pointed out the other day, I'm just the host and I can be as petty as I want. Uh, so uh, can you tell me, I mean, is it, can you guys define what her policy directions are? I don't see, I'm not getting a clear cut understanding of what direction she wants to take the party, except for she wants to get back to operating underneath the principles of what we use. It, what it's supposed we're not following the rules is that correct no <laughs> that's our last so, well, that was jenny i think i i think what i've heard from from christine is that she wants to really uh push the platform is that correct yes okay. but fix that one part with the abortion in it our rights for the platform were there. They have been changed over the years. And if there's gray matters, 
that concur. And that's a gray matter for 22 weeks. Anything, you know, our, we also stand on the value structure of God. And that's important. And if we stand on that, that's the most important. And so I just believe that some of these other policies will come in to fruition. But yes, I'm for 2A. I'm for, you know, all the rights with the Constitution. And um, yeah. Okay. And, and I'm not trying to be hard. I'm, I, you know, there's a lot of truth. Oh, you're funny. You're not hard. Thank you. I mean, there's a lot of truth in comedy and I feel my way there. Van's got something. Yes. Yeah. So uh, abortion obviously is a top priority with you. Yes. Uh, are there organizations you've worked with or currently are working with in that, in that area? Um, no, there's, um, we go with my church and do some things, but, um, I've served street ministry, but that's, you know, that's the parallel of it. Yeah. I'll plug your both on different platforms. There's been some platforms that I've spoken on, but mm -hmm. no, it's just my God given right that I okay. know that abortion is God's and he, you know, it's his decision. Not, it's not. Okay. And your local church, what's the name? Let's put a plug in for him. Well, where, and where, well, now the point is where he's trying to say, where can we uh, uh, get in? Where, if people want to support your campaign, where can they get in touch with you? You can call me. Okay. You can call me 918-760-2864. There you there go. It is. And you're also probably on Facebook. Tell them that. Yes, I'm on Facebook and you can get on my GOP candidate um, for state chairman page mm -hmm. and you can connect with me through messenger or you're welcome to email me and fantastic christine Levirafon. i always like to let the guests say it because i might have a, lo a lot of guests and i might mess it up or say it wrong so i always like to plug the uh, uh let the gut the guest plug their own site so that they know uh, well, you uh said my name good I love your name. I don't want to bias the election or anything, but your name is fantastic. And I thought I already liked it. And then I was like, Levera fan, Levera fan. Like, no, Levera fan. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love it more. <laughs> it's a really nice, just Levera. What, what is the, I don't, I don't have, I don't, I don't need your phone number. I already got it. But what is the name? <laughs> what is the, the name? What culture? Yes. Well, I married that name. So um, my husband's the, last name is Levera fan. He grew up in Tulsa. And was born at St. John's Hospital, but he is Thai and oh, Filipino. How about that? So, half Thai, half Filipino. I he doesn't just, speak either because his mom's Filipino and his dad's Thai. So. <laughs> well, my, uh, yes, my son-in-law, I think, uh, speaks, uh, well, they're from Kacharda, uh, right? Kacharda? Where is it? Philippines. Yeah, my son-in-law is fantastic. Yeah, way to go, Leverafan. Leverafan. Fine, good job. Man, that's tough. So, uh, so you're. Uh, what am I missing, guys? Oldham, what well, do you got? I I want to get in on this. Yeah, hey, my God, you gotta stuff. have to stick your way in here. Um, uh, I'm dragging anything Christine, I can you mentioned, out. You mentioned uh, uh, something that is before the the Senate now. Uh, were you speaking about the, the U.S. Senate and H.R. 1? Is that what you were yes. referring to? Okay. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so with that, uh, what are your views on H.R. 1? Is it constitutional or unconstitutional? Have you looked at it to 
have an opinion? I'm against HR1. I mean, it's, it's trying to take, it's putting a film on things and we want to keep our voice. We want to keep our vote. And they have, you know, been just switching the words up and manipulating what it says. And it makes it sound like, you know, they're for our voice and for our vote, but it's actually putting a mandate against um, elections and against us being able to go in and, and check Dominion machines and, you know, hold the states accountable in our voting. So... Now, have you considered whether that is an, actually an, a constitutional bill that it would be, even be lawful in the first place? Well, it's our rights to let this not pass. It's a vote. And so that right there, I mean, is, you know, it's not in the Constitution, but yes, right. But it still needs to be voted on and maintained. I mean, our voice and our vote is there. Okay. So, okay. Um, and then, um, and then the, what would what what would happen in the state if it should pass? Would uh, because in in reality, um, just a quick aside, it is actually unconstitutional. They actually can't take the vote legally mm -hmm. um, because the the constitution without without amending the constitution, they're right. not bothering to do that. So, with an un unconstitutional bill that may become supposed law what would what would what should we do as the oklahoma republican party in pushback against that um uh, because if it's a, if it's illegal then we don't have to abide by it so what do we what do what do you think we as the, the oklahoma republican party should do well you would go and we would commission you know our counties and as a g from my standpoint or trying to move for on on the legislative well, side of were, it. If you were head of the the GOP. state GOP, yes. what would you be trying to mobilize um, for all of us? Because because reality, right? The state GOP head, the chair, is basically the chief um, organizer for the rest right. of us, right? So if we wanted something done, I mean, what would what what do you think would be your position what do you think the the gop should be doing to push back against something that's unconstitutional right educating the precincts and then moving the precincts forward to you know push the chair there's so many things that are going through the gop right now there's 37 counties that have filed against langford and the paperwork is supposed to be going to mike hunter's desk um, you know, that's where we should be moving as a state, um, going through the process, the due process that's been given to us, checks and balance systems, to write policies and to ask for this move. You know, the Constitution says the states have the rights as long, you know, as, the, as it goes through the GOP and the governor approves it. So that's just a way that we support our governor and as he moves forward on that situation. So it would be Mike Hunter that it would go to his desk and then it would go forward from there. Okay. Thank you, Oldham. Thank you. Van, what do you got? Anything? We've got about uh, 10 minutes. No, no, you know, I appreciate uh, the opportunity and thank you for making yourself available to us. You've been part of Rogers County, uh, the chairman for the last two years, right? You finished yes. your term there and I assume they've picked somebody else. Um, yes. 
what were the biggest difficulties that you saw running a county operation that you would you think should get some changing? Well, our county is red. I mean, it was democratic, but it it has become completely red and it's solid and very, very strong. Well, our senators came. Our reps came to our let meetings. Me, let me redirect that if I could. I was talking about, I didn't say this, so it's my fault. The context of how the party GOP operates on a county level. And what um, were your biggest challenges? What Any successes you want to talk to us about? Just education for the committee members. Mm -hmm. um, you know, at the county level, I would say it took us almost eight months to get through the ethics commission to get our bank um, really? situated. And yeah, um, you know, I went through some things just trying to get information, you know, being a newbie, um, learning. And, and I believe that's part of the process, you know, of learning um, that learning curve as a, as a chair, I was accountable for my treasurer, um, learning how to, to take contributions um, you know, David, you know, I mean, it, mm -hmm. you ask anything over $50, I mean, it has yeah. to be on a card. So well, all of that, just the education from the, the county level for the committee members. But okay. I, what I would love is to, to, you know, house those precincts. I okay. think I, the reality that precincts at precincts level were at 60 to 40% capacity. And we still, you know, have about 40% in every county that need to be filled. I mean, we have precincts that don't even hold, uh, in, there's no one in those seats. And, mm -hmm. you know, to, to be a good army and to be ready for battle and to fight, um, you know, at half capacity, that's that's difficult. Um, but the encouraging side of that and, and the exciting side of that from my, from my end is just to say, hey, let's get them in there. You know, my, mm -hmm. the people running against me and with me you know, they, they're saying they want to need it out. They don't want rhinos in there. They don't want this. And I get that. Believe me. Oh, my goodness. Do I get that? But mm -hmm. you can have people come to the meeting and understand the platform and mm -hmm. keep the meetings open and bring people in. And then those that are elected in these precinct chairs, it just gains a level of opportunity where we are able to multiply in our, our Republican Party. There's a way, I, I really truly believe that the democratic system doesn't understand that there are 70 and 80 year olds sitting in these positions in the government that, that aren't even elected. I mean, they're just staying steadfast because they've been appointed. You know, the way that we move systematically through the electoral situation and system in, in the Republican party is amazing. I mean, it's a great system and we shouldn't have fear about it. We should encourage yeah. those to come on and sit and um, educate. And so that that's where my hope is, is, is for well, at the county meetings. Tom, she's got a little bit of breaking news I'm going to just ask here. Uh, so you had a conflict with the State Ethics Commission. Now, No, I didn't have a conflict. Oh, okay. Well, no, no, you, no, it no, took no. eight months to get your bank account, was that? It was just the information. Um, I was elected the middle of February Okay. and we ended up, our actual state convention was May that year. Gotcha. So that was 2016 when, when David was elected, it was a little bit mm -hmm. later. And so after the state, I might've been the end of March. So after the state convention, 
um, when we had our first few meetings, I just, we just didn't get everything situated okay. for the fundraising. And then once the treasurer came up, I was just like, I don't want something transferred over to me. That's my responsibility okay. if we don't have a background on it. Yeah. So to clear it with the ethics commission, it took another few months to get background, to look at it, but no, okay. everything okay. was in order and lined out. Thank Absolutely. you. Cause I thought this was somewhat of an indictment on the everything was good. Everything okay. was good. I got a quick we got about five minutes left. I got a quick okay. aside for Oldham. Oldham, is the Ethics Commission kind of like a, a, a license or a registration for these poor candidates? Yeah. <laughs> hey, when I ran for mayor, I was scared uh, to death that I was going to get yeah. you know, in trouble just by asking somebody to bring a sandwich to something. Yeah. You, can't, you, you know, it's it's ridiculous the kind of pressure you're under when you run a campaign. And and again, Christine, I want to thank you for your passion. I love your passion and, and your your willingness to get out there and try to fix this problem. We've got a lot of problems and I appreciate you uh, and all your efforts. We've got just about four minutes left. What else do you want to tell them? Christine? Well, just don't, don't be fearful. Um, my hope is to set, you know, zoom calls up and situate to where counties by counties can come together in these committees and treasurers can ask treasurers. You know, when you ask the ethics commission, you don't want to cause a problem for a treasurer that was there before if you're new and they, for whatever reason, don't transfer something over to you. Um, mm -hmm. Everything is there and it's applicable. Everything, you know, is in black and white. There's also some amendments and some things that are coming up for our platform and the rules that, um, you know, before the state convention where the finances for the GOP will be public. And I'm so for that. I'm like encouraging, yeah. you know, that to pass and yeah. that everything can be seen, um, you know, so that anything that comes in goes out appropriately, um, you know, and this is, this is being a newbie. I'm not accountable to anybody, right? I, I don't have mm -hmm. to pay back anybody. I don't have to scratch anybody's back. I mean, because they've done something. So this this is one good um, asset with Christine Leverifon being GOP state chair. Okay. I'm not, you know, I, 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 it's black and white. It's what you get. And yes, Dave, I mean, that background of me going onto the ethics board was only because I wasn't going to sign on to something because I'm a small business owner. And I know you don't uh, take over something until uh, you know the history of it. Yeah, sure. And so... Um, you know, I guess, yeah. And, and I'm encouraged to build relationships and communicate. So. Uh, you gotta, you know, you, if you're not, uh, if you're not cutting any uh, ocean, you're not making any wake. Uh, so uh, what about uh, real quickly, just about two minutes left, the mask mandates. What do you think? Um, I'm completely against them. If you look at my Facebook page, you will see like the biggest, hardest, hardcore, uh, you know, group of people that you came no against huh? me because I said no on the masks. All right. And, um, because I, you know, if, if you, if I don't want to have abortion and I say it's, you know, God given right, then why would I want to wear a mask either? So, um, but, <laughs> uh, but, but, but talk about connecting the dots. Nice job. <laughs> but I am respectful. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. when we have a mayor that's going to come and say you have to wear a mask. That's just not a wave that I want to breach. Um, but 
you know, we need to be respectful. I, I was hoping that Governor Stitt would come out a little bit stronger on those areas. And we need to recognize, again, you know, who holds the control of our cities and our communities. And we need to hold them accountable, our mayor and okay. our communities, and come together. And that really starts at the precinct level as we come back out and reach back out into our, our cities. Just about a minute. Oldham. Yeah, quick question, because you said you want you want us, you think we should be respectful. Yeah. Um, and and I, I, I'm not quite sure what you mean by that. Isn't the request to put a mask on the height of disrespect? Yes, but if you have somebody that is, you're going to walk into a store and it says that it's mandatory to wear that mask and you don't wear it in there, and I haven't. And then they come to you and face to face and they say, we are going to ask you to leave if you don't put a mask on. Okay. It's your choice if you walk out or if you stay in there and you finish your shopping. And mm -hmm. so I have put a mask on to finish my shopping and not cause obviously yeah. a problem. We, we um, pick our battles. Ladies okay. and gentlemen, hey, I really want to thank you, Christine Leverifon, for being here this evening. I hope I didn't get too silly for you. I always have a couple of experts here to balance out how ridiculously uneducated I am. Thanks, guys. So, uh, again, I mostly appreciate your passion and your efforts to put yourself out there in the campaign. Running for state GOP chair, Christine Leverifon. We're going to take her out. We're going to beam her out right now. There it goes. Thanks for being here. Bye. See you next time. Thank you. There she goes.